if you'll all gather close around the phonograph and listen carefully, I'll tell you how we're going to have a whole lot of fun. A knife and a fork, a bottle and a cork. That's the way to spill New York. A knife and a fork, a bottle and a cork. That's the way to spill New York. That's the way to spill New York. Hi there, I'm Brad, and you're listening to Brad's Cactus Shack. So tonight I've been working on the PLA Media Pack for 2017, and I was kind of hoping to maybe almost get that finished up tonight, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen because I'm transferring some files over, and it looks like it has a little over four hours left for that right now, and it's 10.30 at night. I'm not going to stay up that late just to finish the Media Pack. So since I can't do that, I guess I'm just going to start up a new podcast called Brad's Cactus Shack. Mostly because, um, I don't know, like I'm going through my hard drive looking for things to put on the PLA Media Pack. It's pretty easy because all the PLA stuff is in one place, more or less. I just have to reorganize some directories and add some tags on there. I think I'm just going to skip adding the tags. Who cares about that stuff, right? It's not like people are importing these into their iPods or anything like the good old days. Anyway, whenever I go through my hard drive, I realize what a pack rat I am. And now that I think about it, people were, um, like, bitching at me recently. Not bitching, but, you know, they're like, Brad, why are you so obsessed with archiving? Why do you have to archive everything? And I think I, oh, yeah, I answered that on, uh, you know, a show or a hobo sode or something. I think I said that it's not that I'm archiving. It's just that that stuff's been on the website forever, and I never have taken it down. Why take it down? Just because I'm not working on that stuff anymore. But, no, it looks like I really am obsessed with archiving because I have directories just filled with stuff that I should probably be throwing away. And it's just like just thousands of files in here. Some of them like, you know, audio files mostly. Some of them are hours long. Others are just, you know, a few seconds. And most of this stuff I don't even recognize. I don't know what it is. They all just have weird names. Like here's one that says, is Richie home? What the hell is that? Here's one called Granny Bryce. I know what that is. That's that uh, Bryce Carlson character that used to cause problems on the PLA Yahoo group. Is that what it was called? I think that's what it is. That one is dated 2001. And I've got stuff in here that goes all the way back to the 80s. Like I've got 1985, 1986. Here's a 1990 voicemail message from some girl I was dating when I was 16. Why do I have that? That's stupid. Why why is that there? Here's a bunch of 2005 voicemails, mostly from internet people. The file name says... Here's one from 2006 called High School Speech. Here, let me click on this. I, I know what this Ladies one is. Ladies and gentlemen, we now present to you with your class valedictorian, Dylan Klebold. Yeah, I'd like to say to the students, the teachers, and my guidance counselor, Die, LOL, school shootings, you know. But see, now that I've played that on the show, I can just right-click on it and delete. There it is. It's gone. And I can do this with every single file on my hard drive while at the same time obsessively creating an archive of all this shit on my hard drive. Another fucking archive. You guys were right about me. But it'll be easier to manage because it'll be in episodes, you know? I don't know how long the episodes are going to be. Probably like 30 minutes or something. I don't know. Maybe they'll be three hours. I don't know. But this is something I did on my old show. It was called The Big Beef Bueno Show, which I think I started in 2007, maybe... 2008. I don't know. If you want to hear those old shows, it's uh, notla.com slash BBB. That's B as in BBQ, B as in Bjork, and B as in Blue Waffle. 
And it looks like, I just went there, it looks like the last episode was from 2011. And I thought about just resurrecting that podcast, but I don't know. I'd rather just start something new. So that's what you guys get. You're getting Brad's Cactus Shack. I've been wanting to do a podcast with that name forever now anyway, ever since American Dad plagiarized my love of cacti by writing some bizarre skit into an episode that included this sound clip. Well, another successful trip to Brad's Cactus Shack. I had to sue those motherfuckers, but instead, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take it back. I'm taking the Cactus Shack back, goddammit. Fuck you, Seth MacFarlane. Oh, by the way, that, um, that school shooting thing, that was for a FARC contest. You guys remember FARC.com, don't you? I mean, it's still there, I just don't go to it anymore. But I was a FARC user for a long time, and they used to do Photoshop contests, and then they moved on to Audio Shop contests, and that was one of my audio contest submissions from around 2004, I think. I forgot to look at the date on that one, damn it. So I think this first episode of Brad's Cactus Shack is going to center around telephone companies and, you know, the phone calls I used to make to telephone companies, which I don't really make anymore, mostly because of the Snowplow Show and all of the listeners supporting the Patreon and everything. Like, I used to do a lot of uh, research-type work for private investigators, and a lot of that involved calling up phone companies and tricking them out of information, as you've heard me do often on the Snowplow Show. I started doing that back in 1997, and I think by around the year 2000, I started recording all of my phone calls just in case I didn't get to write something down and I could go back and review it. And back then, I would just call from my home telephone line. You know, we didn't have internet phones back then. I think high-speed internet had just come out at the time, and it wasn't really good enough for phone calls yet. And we also didn't really have any kind of spoofing options back then. Like, I could do things to make my number not show up, but it was a big pain in the ass. So when I made phone calls all day, I would basically just call from my home telephone number And that would occasionally result in phone companies calling me back to let me know that they know I was tricking them. And I would usually fuck with them, but um, what I usually did is I called from a fax line. I actually had a fax line back then. So if they called me back, they would just get the fax tone, and they couldn't leave me any threatening messages. But plenty of times I also called from lines that they could call back and leave messages on, or I'd pick up and talk to them. Or sometimes if the fax line rang and I saw it was the phone company calling, I would just pick it up. And I know I have a bunch of these spread all over my hard drive. I found a few of them here in these few directories, which are labeled phone calls. And this one, it's called Sprint Calls Back. I've heard part of this already when I was kind of looking through here a little bit ago. And I guess this is just Sprint calling me back to tell me to cut it out. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that noise you just heard there, like the first, the crazy uh, jackhammer sound. Here, let's just go through this again. That's what a uh, incoming phone call sounds like. If you're recording all of your phone calls, that was on a landline phone, probably in the early 2000s. And then the next thing you hear is this. That's a uh, caller ID being sent. You know, you have caller ID and then you have caller ID call waiting, which was a big deal at the time. You could actually receive caller ID information when your call waiting clicked and you'd know who's calling you. It was like living in the future. Believe it or not, that's an extra service that you had to pay for on your phone bill. Besides the regular caller ID, you had to pay extra to be able to get caller ID while you're on the phone, which just seems insane today. But if you were to uh, take an old caller ID box and inject those tones right there into the caller ID box phone line, if that makes any sense, it would actually decode that tone you just heard there, and you would know what number called me like 15 years ago. So here, let me start it over again. Hello, this is Sprint Custom. 
customer service. How can I help you? Yeah, you're very fraudulent. Thanks. Not a problem. I have reported your number, by the way. I don't care. It's not my number. That's hilarious. That's okay. I love you. I I'm love you. I love you. On this customer, though. Oh, no, I already got it. I got it all from the next person I called. Your, your call waiting kept kept interrupting me, but I got it anyway. No, you didn't, because I would have notes on the account, but good try. You didn't have the notes on there yet, but and they gave okay. me the address at 6059 Boulevard. Oh, Jesus. Okay, but it's good, because you helped me at first. You gave me the number. That's all I needed was the number. So you That's were the okay. key. You were the key to getting all of that information. Really? I hope you get fired. I hope Mr. Jesus, Turner what is wrong with me? Why am I being so mean to this lady? She's just doing her job. What the hell, Brad? What the hell passed, Brad? You're gonna tell you're gonna tell Thurman, huh? You're gonna tell Thurman about this. I already did. That you gave him my, your, his phone number. I didn't give you anything. Yeah, you did. You gave me his no, phone number. Thanks no, for giving me his phone number. I didn't give you that. It's on a recording. I have it recorded right here. Please do. Please do what? Record it. I don't have to record it. I already recorded it. Did you really? Yep. Okay. Isn't that hilarious? It is. Are you gonna tell your supervisors how you gave information to me? I hope you get fired. Thank you. You're gonna get fired today. Am I? Your, your kids are going to starve. Jesus. Your kids are going to starve because you no. can't feed them. That's uh, very incorrect. No, I'm, I'm right. You're, you're totally fired now. Really? Yeah. You should get off of yeah. dope. Yeah. You should get off of dope. Yeah. Did she say I should get off of dope? Wait a minute. I'm going back. we got to hear that again. Totally fired now. You should get off of dope. Yeah. I think she said you should get off of dope. Or am I wrong about that? Ah. Uh. You should get off a dope. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she said something else. But yep, that was Sprint calling back. And there was address information in there. I guess I need to go back and bleep that out now. So this is the kind of stuff you're going to hear in this show. It's not necessarily strictly going to be phone call stuff, even though phone calls, that's most of what I have on my hard drive. That's just what today's show is going to be about, or probably a lot of shows, really. But if that thing right there was just completely boring to you, then you should probably tune out now, because... I'm going to play another one. It's also labeled Sprint. It says Sprint can't pull up the number, and it's 2 minutes and 27 seconds long. Let's see what this one's about. I haven't listened to this one yet. Okay, I have the number is 508, 509. No. What did you say, 508? No, it's the area code is 509, and then the rest is 30397. Nine eight. What's happening? Oh. What's gonna happen? I'm on the edge of my seat here. What am I doing? What are you doing, past Brad? Not a valid number. Are you sure this is the number? Yeah, that's the number. It's not coming up there as a valid number. No, the phone number. This is the phone number. I'm sorry. What? Is this the phone number? Yeah, that's the fucking phone number. What's wrong with you? What did you You're bad at your job. You should just quit. Get up and quit right now. I was just like really angry in the early 2000s or something. So in case you don't know, this is me pretending to be with the phone company. Like I'm in one department and I'm transferring over a pretend customer to another department. And I'm like, hey, before I transfer him over, why don't you pull up his account? And for some reason, I'm guessing this guy couldn't pull up the account. And I'm getting annoyed with him. And then he doesn't like that I cursed at him. No, where's you cussing at me? Can you talk to me like that? Yeah, I can cuss at you, because you're an idiot. You don't know how to do your job. I think you need to quit your job right now. 
I'm up high right now, so you're not giving me the right number. No, you need you need to just get out, like pull your chair away from the desk and walk out of the room. You're I'm you're up high right now. you're fired. You're fired. I'm firing you. You can't do that. Well, you should just quit because you don't know how to do your job. It comes up here in my system. I can see it just fine. Why can't you? It's because you don't know how to look it up. You're, you're awful at this job. How come they haven't fired you yet? Well, wait, okay, so if, I'm, if you're not open, if you're not going to give me any number, so you, you don't have an account, so I'm going to have to end this call up. It's the number you just read to me. It comes up here just fine for me. Why can't you pull it up? Because it's not the right number. That's the right number. It comes up for me. The cell phone number is not the right number. You're bad at your job. I'm hanging up now. I'm going to call back and get someone else that knows how to use the computer. Wow. I was an asshole, you guys. I don't know why I was being like that to him. I guess I was just frustrated that he couldn't pull it up. Actually, why did I even keep that one? It wasn't even that funny. Let's see if this next one is any funnier. This one is called Verizon Not Really in Repair.mp3. The last modified date on it is um, February 8th, 2005. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's that new. It could be older than that. That's just when the file got transferred over from something. And this is back when I was still recording back in 32 kilobits per second. Everything sounds like shit. Like that last guy, I could barely even hear him. So hopefully this one isn't as bad. Thank you for calling Verizon. That's not to bad. ensure quality service, your call may be monitored or recorded. Verizon, my name is Morgan. May I have your name and number beginning with your area code first, please? Uh, hi, this is uh, Brad from Repair. I was just transferring over a customer to you. All right, what's your number? It's uh, 310-453-9961. Thank you. Know what they want or you're just transferring them? Um, she just uh, got over to us by mistake. She had a question about her services on there. 310-453-9961? Yep, that's it. Oh, this is a business. Oh, it is coming up as a business? Yeah, GTCRC 7300BC something. Oh, what was the um, address on it, the 1450 Washington Avenue? Uh, 1450 Allenford. 1450 what, I'm sorry? Oh, this is one of those calls where you're not really in repair, huh? <laughs> no. Well, then you know our address. Okay, I'll just talk to her again. Alrighty. Bye-bye. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah, I guess I had already called before. I had part of the address. I just had the, the house number, but not the right street. But after that call, I had the right street, too. And I'm fairly certain that one was a payphone that I was trying to get the address on. I used to get a lot of those back in the late 90s and early 2000s because private investigators would be working on a case where some guy made a call from a payphone or to a payphone. And they didn't know it was a payphone, but the giveaway on that one was that the last four digits was 99-something-something. A lot of payphones back in the day, the last four digits always started with 99. And you could tell she was kind of confused about the business name. She didn't really know what she was looking at because she's just used to pulling up regular business accounts or regular residential accounts. When a payphone account came up, it would just confuse them. I just tried to call it. It's disconnected. So big surprise there. Looks like I have an hour and 17 minutes of the PLA phone bridge from 2003. I'm not going to play that. I'm just kind of reading file names. Well, here, let's see what's on here. Look. Oh, look, it's a it's a sweep tone. Let me just go forward a little bit. 
up on the wall. I can't reach it. One. <laughs> Zero. Seven three four. That number. Oh, he's gone. He said. I'm gonna say. Look, I'm gonna see what this. Right, this is Guam. Deposit five cents for the next. And I'll just do one hundred call ATT. Hold on. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds really boring. Hopefully I never play that on the show. I've got mombitch.wave, mike.wave. I've got all these files of uh, this guy that hacked my website back in 1999. And I started calling up his parents and bothering them. Why do I still have that? Uh, I'm not finding any more telephone company stuff. Brad and Murdoch trying to social engineer gas stations from 2002. AT&T, no more coins. Oh, I think... Your call will now be completed. Please note, effective soon. This phone will no longer accept coins for AT&T long-distance calls. You may wish to begin using a prepaid calling card or other payment method as a substitute. That one's dated October of 2003. That was the year that AT&T stopped accepting quarters at payphones for long-distance calls, and we couldn't Redbox anymore. It was such a bummer, but not really, you know. <laughs> yeah, looks like that might be it. Oh, look, here's some insane voicemails from a lady I used to work for. Some PI lady. She freaked out on me when I quit working for her back in 2010. I'll have to save those for a future episode, though. Here's one from 2005. It's labeled Singular. Dirty joke. Thank you for calling Singular Wireless. Para continuar en español, marque el tres. To access your information, please enter your wireless phone number, starting with the area code. Please hold while your call is being transferred. In order to ensure quality customer service, your call may be recorded. Thank you for calling Singular Wireless. Wow, that sounds terrible. So that humming sound in the background, that's how you know this is on a landline, because, I don't know, landlines always have that crazy humming sound on them that makes it so you can't hear anything. My name is Trisha Nader, and I will be assisting you. First, can I get your mobile This is uh, John from Collections. I was transferring over a customer to you. Okay. And are you able to pull up by their social security number? They gave me a mobile number, but it wasn't pulling up as a valid phone number. Do you have their social security number? Uh-huh. It's 296-19. Wow. I have to know what state from. The full social's in here. Ohio. What's wrong with me? Do you have an account with us, and it's not still on AT&T? Um, yeah, it should be singular. That's, that's, it's so, not pulling up. The social's not coming up? Right. And you are doing Ohio? Um, Patricia. And is it under her name? Uh, yeah, she said it would be. Are you trying by name? Yeah. And you do handle Ohio, right? Correct. You know what's high in the middle and round on the ends? What was that? Do you know what's round on the ends and high in the middle? What's that? Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm, let me talk to her, okay? Okay. Wow, I fucked that call up, didn't I? had to tell her a dirty joke, and then I panicked and like, oh, I'm going to go talk to her again. Bye. That's great. Here's another one. It's four minutes long. It says Brad talking to phone companies, and it's labeled 2010. What's... Karen, how can I help you? Oh, hello. I'd like to set up a new telephone service. And I'll be more than happy to assist you with the... So you notice it doesn't have the humming sound in the background. I think I have moved to Skype by this point. I think I stopped using a landline right around 2010 or so. So the recording sound awesome all of a sudden. Establishing new telephone service. And who am I speaking with, please? Uh, my name's John Ling, L-I-E-N-G. Thank you. And 
great. L-I-E-N-G, as I was typing that in, the little reminder popped up that my lunch is like in five minutes, but more than happy to assist you with establishing wow. the service here, Mr. Wing. Now, have you ever had... She's going to make me feel like shit setting up phone service on her lunch break. What a bitch. Well, phone services with AT&T before. Well, now I just feel guilty. Oh, yeah. There we go. I'm sorry? Now I just feel guilty for ruining your lunch. I'm hanging up. Uh, but it's too... Okay. Cathedral City. Okay, so apparently this is several different phone calls to phone companies, and that was one of them. Here's another one. California. Uh, but you said 28201 Dayton Palm? Dayton Palm. Date, like D-A-T-E? Yeah. Something that people do little of anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll check with the customer here. She must have given me the wrong number. Oh, what the hell? Okay. I didn't even do the fake laugh with her. What's wrong with me? Um, Stupid are you able pass, to pull up by their Social security number? Because the phone number. No. You know I can't pull anything by um, social security number. What's the phone number? Uh, is it that you just don't know how? No, you don't. We can't do that. Oh, so you don't know how? Okay, I'll talk to someone else that knows how. <laughs> and who do you have? That's uh, for Stephanie Phillips. And you said it was six nine six four zero. Yeah, that's it. Okay, that's not who I have on this account. Oh, it's not? Which name are you showing in this one? I'm sorry? W- which name is it that you're seeing on this one? Somebody else. Well, don't be um, a smartass. Like, what's the first name? Ex- I'm sorry? What are you sorry about? I'm not allowed to give out account information. Okay, well, don't freak out. I'll check with the customer here. Maybe she came in the wrong number if you'd like to hold on just a minute. That's fine, thank you. Sure. Ooh. Thank you for calling Sprint. What the hell? I was whistling. What's up? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that one's from the early 2000s, but nope, not with quality like that. Apparently, I was still doing the WhatsApp thing in 2010. What site, this in? That's in uh, Titus. Hello. Hi. It's in Titus. I'm sorry, what? Can you hear me Okay. Yeah, you just kept interrupting me. You kept interrupting me as well. What site are they in? Hey, fuck you, lady. I hope you die in a train wreck. Um, this phone number you gave me, 303-4AA-4A. Yeah. That's not the correct PIN number. That's not the correct name either. Uh, which, which name are you showing that's on this one? The name? Uh-huh. The name of the account we cannot verify. Yeah. You can't verify it with the customer. I'm not a customer. I'm in the collections department. Sandra. I'm sorry, what? The name of the account is Sandra. Like S-A-N-D-R-A? S-A-N-D-R-A. The last name's the same, then? No. Oh, which last name do you have? And was you able to open this account, sir? For what collection department are you? I'm, I'm in the collections department. With Boost? Which, which Boost Mobile Collection the pump? There's only one. I'm in the collections department. All right, so um, since you're in the collection department, you know we are not able to verify no information on this account without the four-digit pin, correct? What'd you give me the first name for, then? Please tell me more where I transfer with a better person that will better assist you. <laughs> okay. That's the end of that file. I can delete that one now. My hard drive is just getting emptier and emptier. Except for this big show file that I'm creating now. By the way, I don't think Boost Mobile had a collections department. It's a prepaid cell phone service. 
Why would they have a collections department? I was just making up departments. And they still gave me information. Like, I, I swear there was just one other one that I heard earlier. Like, Quan, is this one it? Oh, no, this can't be it. This is like 30 minutes long. I don't know. Oh, no, I know what that is. How about this one? Is this one it? How may I help you? Oh, hi, um, could I emergency interrupt this line? Oh, Thank geez. you. Bye, Okay. Yeah, okay, so I thought this was a phone company call. I mean, I guess technically it is. I'm calling a phone company, and this is a really old phone call. It says 2002 on the file name. And back in the day on landlines, you could emergency interrupt a phone line if their phone was busy by just calling the operator and asking her to do it. So they'd be sitting there on their landline phone having a conversation and the operator would pop in and be like, hey, I have an emergency phone call from Roy Gerbil. Will you please release the line? Like both of the people would hear this. And the really cool thing is that sometimes they would leave me on the line with them while they announced this. So not only could I hear a little snippet of their conversation that they were having as she did that, but I could also talk to them. So I, I use that to just like bug the shit out of people sometimes. Like they'd bring me on the line with them to emergency interrupt. I think they just did it by mistake. They just forgot to, um, you know, take me off of the line first. And that seemed to happen often. So she'd get on the line and start saying, hey, will you release the line? I've got an emergency call. And I would just jump in and yell, hey, fuck you, Jerry, or whatever, you know, whatever I was doing. I also used to use that back in my uh, BBSing days where I called into local computer systems to hang out, you know, back before we had the internet. And I would emergency interrupt data lines. So she would um, break into the line to ask if they would release the line. I would do this from payphones a lot and I would use uh, Redbox tones to pay for it. It would cost a couple bucks. But my goal on that was to knock them offline. Like I would um, call their BBS line. And she would jump in there and that would interrupt the connection. You know, it was like a dial-up connection. And whoever was on their BBS would get knocked offline. I also used that to actually knock people offline so I could talk to them for legit purposes. But I mostly used it to knock uh, rival BBSers offline just to piss them off or whatever. Or make the people calling in really angry. They would bring it up on the message boards. They're like, damn it, every time I call your bulletin board, it knocks me offline. You've got to do something to fix this. And they never knew what was going on. They never knew why people kept getting knocked offline. It was hilarious. And I had this backdoor number. I think it was through Verizon, or I guess it was called Bell Atlantic at the time, where I could call into this backdoor number and it would think that I was calling, you know, I was just dialing zero on my local phone. And it would actually let me emergency interrupt lines for free. You know, that was kind of an expensive service at the time. So I'm assuming that's what I'm doing here. I don't, I'm, I don't know what's... Hello? Oh, hello. This is uh, Roy Gerbil uh, from Park.com. I was just wondering if you'd like to make your yearly tax-deductible donation toward Fark's Beer Fund. Absolutely not. How did you get through on this number? Oh, I called AT&T and had him interrupt it. Thanks a hell of a lot. Why? What's your, what's your phone number? My phone number here? Yeah. It's uh, 206-456-1002. We just know you donated to the Beer Fund last year and thought you'd want to donate again this year. I didn't donate to anything last year. Well, last year you, did not, you donated to the beer fund. It was $10. Yeah, $10. That's news to me, buddy. This is Omar. This I'm is... writing all this down on the uh, FCC. Is this Omar? says, tell you not call me again. Did I reach Did I reach Omar? Is this Omar? Is this Omar Johnson? Yes. No, it's not Omar Johnson. Oh, okay. Another goof up that we're battling out. Here. Battling out. Phone numbers with the same uh, same name. 
That doesn't make much sense to me. Hello? Omar? Holy shit, that sound quality. No wonder I never put that up anywhere. I mentioned FARC.com on that, so maybe that was another one of those contest things. I don't know why they would have a contest where I did that, though, so that doesn't make sense. But at least you got to hear what operator emergency interrupting a phone call was like back in the early 2000s. Oh, shit, you guys. I was getting, I want to quit this show. Like, I, I think it's going to go over 30 minutes at this point. But I found one last one. This one is uh, labeled Busted by T-Mobile. And the date on the file is 2007. I don't know if that's the real date or not. First voice message. Hi, this is David at T-Mobile Customer Care. I was just speaking with a Brian who claimed to have been with our financial care team. Oh, shit. So this number isn't to our financial care team, so I'm a little confused. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and fully document our customer's account here with the possibility that somebody's calling in claiming to be fina- financial care to access that. Shit, I'm shit, also going to go ahead and research this and file a voice ticket. Crap. Thanks for all your time. Have a great day. End of message. To erase this message, press 7. To say message erased. Next voice message. Next voice message. Hi, this is again David with T-Mobile Customer Care. Whatever party's calling in on the account saying that they're speaking on behalf of Miss Jennifer Ibarra, I just wanted to let you know that financial care representatives uh, and customer care representatives have a way of verifying who's calling in. Uh, we see that you've called in several times trying to get a hold of a representative to get this personal account information. We have the number that you're calling from. I'd recommend that you stop doing that before it becomes a violation of personal privacy. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. End of message. To erase this message, press 7. To save it, message erase. I have no idea what voicemail system he was calling in on for that one. I didn't recognize the prompts. Anybody out there know what that is? Was it Vonage, maybe? I know I used to use Vonage in the mid-2000s. So maybe it was them. Oh, look at this, you guys. Crossroads Chaos. I remember this. I don't know if it was funny or not, but it happened in 2005, and it's where I called up all the different stores in a mall and got them, was trying to turn them against each other and cause everyone to hate each other. I wonder if that's any good. We'll have to play that on a future episode. Jesus, I've got prank calls in here, like a Christina Aguilera prank call, an Eminem prank call. Not prank calls I made. I guess I just collected prank calls back in the early 2000s that I found on the internet or on file sharing sites. And that file I found earlier called Quan, that's Blackout's Box. It's a prank call by Blackout's Box. It's a really funny one. I don't know why I have it. I'm going to just delete that because I don't want that. Why is that in here? I'm going to delete tons of this shit. You guys should look that up, though. Look look for the, the Quanicles, I think it was called, by a prank caller called Blackout's Box. I've got four files in here called Chris Stole My Domain. Number one, number two, number three. They're labeled 2003, and I think that's when this guy actually stole phonelosers.net from me. And I figured out how to get it back, and then I got all of his information and started bothering him at home or something. But I have no idea what's in these files. That'll be fun to listen to, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for you guys. I'm just going to play it on a show. I'm going to try and not go over any of this stuff beforehand. I'm just going to do it all live on everyone's favorite new podcast, Brad's Cactus Shack. Or I don't know if I'm going to call this a podcast, really. I don't plan to set up a feed for this. I'm just going to throw it up on the Patreon or the secret feeds or something. Maybe if I keep doing this for a while, then I'll set up a page for it and an actual RSS feed. But I think that's all for today. I have been through all these directories. I've been looking for more telephone company calls. And I think they're all gone now. I've deleted them. I think I deleted a good 10 files tonight. So that's an improvement, deleting 10 small files to make this one large one. I think that makes sense, maybe. 
So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I kind of enjoyed going through this old stuff and seeing what it was. Most of the stuff I played on this episode, I had no memory of at all. A few of them I remembered. I remembered the Ohio joke. In fact, I think I played that on a show before. I'm going to end this episode with a song that I put together in 2003. Or not a song, really. I just combined two songs. This is Chop Suey by System of a Down mixed with Weird Al's version of it from one of his polkas, I think. And I don't know why this was done. Maybe it was another FARC thing. All I know is that it's not cool enough for me to keep on my hard drive, and I'm going to delete it right now as soon as I play this. See you next time, everyone. I don't think you Wait a minute, there was no system of a down in that. What the hell? That was just Weird Al. But it was all mixed weird. I think I I got, like, the wrong mix. I saved the wrong mix. Wow, I'm such a fuck-up. Okay, I'm deleting this file now.